Today, I felt like my podcast is going to ruffle some feathers, but I'm kind of excited about it because I really wanted to dive in and talk about the out of integrity bullcrap that is happening in the online industry, yet we're literally doing nothing about. So let's dive in. My name is Arden Schiller, and I'm an online business coach. I'm here to help you grow without the hustle and grind, embrace the space and the in-between, and find joy and fulfillment in your business. All right. So one thing that I've realized that is kind of frustrating is that a lot of people in our industry are only willing to pay big money for one-on-one containers. Because they don't recognize how important masterminds, mini masterminds, and even just learning the nitty gritty in a live group program truly is. And I think that the hardest part about being a coach is that so many people actually look at one-on-one coaching as like the thing that's going to help you, that's going to save you, that's going to fix you. When in reality, it's about being in the energy of somebody who is actually going to push you to be a better version of yourself. Somebody who's going to have the hard conversations with you outside of strategy. And sometimes paying big money for one-on-one isn't actually going to support you as much as being in a mastermind with a group of people who are having the same struggles that you're having and having the same or needing the same conversations that your mentor can provide you with. So I think that's the first thing is like people not seeing the value in a group program, people not seeing and and not not just any stupid, silly strategy-based group program. I mean, at a high level high energy, high conversation, like this is outside of the strategy. You know, the times when you have to have a conversation around saying no to a client, only finding soulmate clients, really stepping into creating boundaries with your clients and potential clients, learning how to attract rather than chase, understanding emotional intelligence, self-regulation. These things are huge and not talked about enough in the industry because for some reason, we are so focused on thinking that strategy is going to fix our business when in reality, it's not. It's doing the work. It's doing the underlying work and needing to heal. I did not become successful until I started to heal. The second thing that I want to dive into is using likes, saves, and shares to validate if business is doing well. Okay, what about the people that randomly DM me and they're like, hey, Arden, I've been looking at your page and I'm ready to invest in your Crusher Content Live Group program or I'm ready to join your hot audience program. And they're not even following me. Yeah, that happens. You know why? Because they see my content and they're like, I can't not be in her world. They didn't like save or share a single piece of my content. They're not even following me. So why the heck are we using these saves, these shares, the amount of likes and letting that control what we post, what we're doing and how we're doing it, right? I have clients who are like, I don't know this, you know, when I post a picture of me, I get a lot more likes, but I just posted something that's a little bit polarizing and it didn't get a lot of likes. Well, duh, I love and like all pictures when it's a cute person. But if I see something that triggers me, hell no, I'm not liking that shit. 
right? And so if we're so focused on we're not going to post those polarizing things or, oh my gosh, like I can't post this because it's not doing as well as the selfies of me or the hot pictures of me. That's not true. Just because you are not getting as many likes on your polarizing posts as on your selfies or other things doesn't mean that people aren't seeing it and that it's not shifting the thoughts of someone, right? I actually just found this account on Instagram the other day. She made like $4 million this year. She has about 40,000 followers, and I don't know, maybe some of them are bought, whatever. But when I look at her stuff, I am triggered. She is so good at getting you to a place where you're like, not even triggered in like an angry or nasty way, but you're like, oh my God, like I didn't even think of this. Like this is a shift that I wish I made sooner. This is so good, right? You look at her content and you're like, oh my God. But guess what? Her stuff only had like 100 likes maybe 150 likes. And the reason why is because her stuff puts people in a place of like, I don't want to like this because it's awkward to like because you're right. And it's the unspoken things that nobody says that you're preaching. It's the unspoken things in our industry that nobody talks about, nobody preaches because it's awkward, it's embarrassing, and you're preaching it. And so, yeah, she has a ton of followers. She only gets like 150 likes, but she made $4 million this year. Guys, That says more than her likes, saves, and shares. That says so much more, okay? And so what I'm saying is let's stop using likes, saves, and shares to define if our business is successful because it's not about the external validation, it's the internal. The next thing that I think, oh my gosh, this this might bug a lot of you, but why do we need to give free value for someone to invest in our coaching? What I mean is, How many times have you heard a one-on-one business coach or a one-on-one mentor be like, yeah, you have to give out like a free packet or, you know, make sure that you're giving out all of this free stuff to people. Yeah, that's awesome. I love free things. And also guess what else is free? Your content, the live videos that you do every week, the ability to chat with people in the DMs. When you walk into a coffee shop, are you, are they giving you free taste testers of coffee? 90% of the time, no. They're not, but what you get is free is the ability to sit down, use your computer. Yeah, that's cool. They don't have to also give you a little taste of what they're giving you for coffee because guess what? They know you like coffee. So like hands down, if you are a fitness coach, no, you don't have to go give out a bunch of free workout plans and free value because guess what? Your clients still aren't gonna buy. They're gonna buy when they're not getting that, but they see that you can support them with it. And they're like, shit, I need that. So yeah, free value is great to quote unquote funnel people in, but in the long run, why are we trying to funnel people into whether they want it or they don't, period? Now you're just wasting your time and energy on giving away free value. So that's my little rant around free value. Yeah, it's not a bad thing to give some things away. If you have it and you're like, hell yeah, let's do it, do it. But if not, don't go out of your way for it, all right? I'd rather say spend time in the sun, spend time with yourself. The next one is copying word for word content from other industry leaders. This is a big one. I've seen it happen so many times where I see literally one post from a large industry leader and then I see it go all over, right? I even see this happen with myself. Um, a lot. Like I started Arden's Advice where it was this little uh, mini mind where I just plug in to my thoughts 
and my feelings and like what's going on in my life. And I started doing it with a few of my clients, but when I posted it, I actually saw three or four other people start posting something like that as well over the next few days. And it's funny because I'm like, I'm not mad about it. They're not using my words. But what I'm saying is what about when you actually copy word for word what other industry leaders are posting? I've seen people literally copy reels of other industry leaders. How are you going to find your own voice if you're using their words, right? So let's stop. And before we go and remake a post, exactly what you saw someone else do, stop and think about how you could do it in your own words. And also, is it something that you really resonate with? Because if so, then you should be able to put it in your own words. And then the next one is being overly obsessed with KPIs, data, and tracking. Gosh, so often I see coaches who are like, my clients 100% see success because we are so focused and leaned into the data and the tracking and the KPIs. And guys, also, so do I. Like, I see really great success just by trusting, by knowing what content does well and posting that, by having the energy behind what I'm doing and being excited People also like people who are excited about what they have to offer and what they have to teach. And so when you're just focused on the numbers, yeah, analytical, you know, that's great. That's awesome. Being focused on the data and the numbers. But like, what if you could just trust that like, even if you're not seeing the data or the numbers, you're still going to see success. Like this is the one thing that I watched on Ed Milet. He talked about hitting the pinata. You're not going to see results until someone hits that pinata over and over and over and over and over again. And then finally, there's a little crack and the candy falls out. Sometimes you're not going to see the KPIs or the data or or the tracking, and it's just going to happen. It's It's not luck. No, it's hard work, but it's doing the consistent things over and over, hitting the pinata over and over until that candy falls out. Sometimes that's the only freaking KPIs you need. Because guess what? I've grown very successful businesses both using KPIs and data and not. And actually, my business coaching business is doing a lot better and a lot more successful than my fitness coaching business. And guess what, guys? This one, I'm not using KPIs or data. All right? So what can I say? The next one that I love to talk about, and I'm I'm excited to talk about this one, is transactional conversations only. Guys, if you went into, I don't know, a coffee shop and you were like, oh my God, you know, what's your favorite coffee? Like, I, I don't know what I want, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes, like, I don't know about you, but I feel like the barista will be like, oh, like, I like this one, la, da, 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 da. And they'll have like a good conversation with you. Then other times you can go into other stores or other places. You could go to a bar and be like, hey, what's your favorite cocktail? And sometimes the bartender's just like, I don't know. What do you just want? Right. And I think far too often because of social media, we've reached this point of like only having transactional conversations, like only message me if you want to work with me. Only message me and only talk to me if you're ready to buy and sell. And honestly, I don't like that. I don't like the idea of transactional conversations. I don't like the idea that sometimes I see people check in with me just because they want me to buy from them. Like I can feel that energy. They're not checking in because they actually care. They're checking in because it's transactional. And at this point in the industry, if you can stay out of that, if you can genuinely check in with people because you want to, if you can genuinely send pictures of your dog because 
You just want to. If you can respond to their stories because you actually align with them and you think they're funny and you actually want to or you like their pants, like let's stop being transactional. Let's start building relationships because guess what? Long term, that's going to work out so much better, right? And sometimes going into it transactional, yes, it turns into a relationship, which is awesome. And also sometimes that relationship can feel very fake. Do you want a coach who cares about you or do you want a coach who wants your money? Right? Do you want to work with someone who actually genuinely wants the best for you or someone who's like, let me just be so focused on building the seven, seven figure business that I don't really care. I, you know, that's it. Right. And I think far too often in this industry, people are so focused on hustle and grind and the next step and the next level. They don't actually care about their clients. They care about the transactional conversations. And that is a huge discussion that needs to be had in our industry. Because at this point, it's feeling frustrating to even invest in a mentor, right? And so um, those, I would say, are my top few things that I genuinely believe are out of integrity bullcrap that's happening in our industry and we're not doing much about it. So if you guys agree, and if you were like, oh my God, some of these triggered me, definitely let me know which ones. Um, or if you are like thinking of somebody that you're like, oh yeah, this person would definitely love this podcast, make sure to send it to them. I'm sure it would really resonate with them as well. So if you like this, make sure to share it, save it, rate it. Let me know your thoughts on it. Thank you for entering my world, being a part of and grow into a CEO. And I just, yeah, I just love you guys so much. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in.